Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello and welcome fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in. Our mission is to get you and ourselves out of our comfort zone. And we're gonna explore because that's where real growth takes place. We wanna take you along with us on our next adventure. Find out how by going to sirensoapbox.com. Click dive in and explore to learn more. You can also explore audibletrial.com slash sirensoapbox to receive a free one month trial. You'll get a free credit and full access to all the amazing audiobooks Audible has to offer. They even have a reminder before your trial is up, so there is no risk in stepping outside your comfort zone and exploring. Happy New Year, explorers. New Year's feels like a blank slate. You can almost feel the buzz of excitement for planning of the year ahead. Gyms are packed, pennies are pinched, and plates are overflowing with salad from the promise of a New Year's resolution. However, how many of these resolutions are actually seen to fruition? According to discoverhappyhabits.com, of the 41% of Americans who make New Year's resolutions, by the end of the year, only 9% feel like they are successful in keeping them. These are pretty bleak statistics. Resolutions rarely work. Is this because the focus is on depriving ourselves instead of focusing on living life to the fullest? The sirens want to find out. In order to test this, we dove into our vision boards for this episode. According to Positive Mindset and Self-Care Coach Rachel Letham, vision boards help you get a clear get clear on your goals, plan your vision, step into targeting energy of that vision, and making things happen in a really inspired way. Each siren stepped out of their comfort zone and dared to dream big in 2022 on their vision boards. Let's hear what intentions they have set for this year. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, our safe word is mango. 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 First up on her soapbox is Mer. Thanks, Elsie. The word I chose for 2022 is determination. I am determined to grow and learn and make this year my best one yet, just like every year. My vision board is focusing on five areas or goals. First, it is important to me to be financially well. So the first area of my vision board has the words save money, a fortune from a fortune cookie, predicting some money from an unexpected source, some cutouts of dollar amounts and dollar signs, and it's all glued over top of this gorgeous golden sunset on the water. And that, because that makes me feel at peace, that picture. And I call this section financial empowerment. Next is the mind and body wellness section. I have a girl in warrior pose outdoors somewhere, a little graphic reminding me that I always feel better after I work out and the words celebrate you. I have always, I'm sorry. (laughs) I also have a picture of a chick sitting at the bottom of a waterfall, just taking it all in to remind me that my mental wellness is at least as important as my physical wellness. The next section is my siren soapbox section. I have our stickers and a dream to be the world's best podcast, a little rabbit depicting all of the rabbit holes we fall into. (laughs) There's a little picture of a pencil with wings and the words quiet your inner critic to remind me there's no limit to what we can create. Of course, I have a section here for voice acting. I just filled this space with some drawings of people and animals, things that need a voice like mine to come to life. And finally, The last area of my vision board focuses on building stronger relationships with Mark, our kids, and my friends. In big, bold letters are the words better together and some pics of friends and families adventuring together. I also added a picture of a cozy living room to encourage me to make my space more inviting. My big, giant goal that I'm trying to reach is to get a gig as a cartoon character. I loved this vision board. I loved creating it. And I love thinking about how I'm going to feel as I achieve those goals. I really (laughs) am excited to be a cartoon character voice. I feel like it really helps set the tone for this wonderful new year. Sara, what's your word of the year? Well, 
I'm leaving my word of the year to the end of my um, little soapbox here because uh, I started out talking more about my vision board. So um, I've really enjoyed this project. Um, I have participated in developing strategic planning vision boards at work, but I've never made a personal vision board. And as usual, sirens have managed to get me to do something new. Um, I did have a basic understanding of what a vision board is, but it was really great to listen to Rachel's vision board course before starting out, because Rachel did a really great job of explaining exactly how to go about getting clarity on goals, but also taking action to see those goals through. Um, this isn't the first time we've talked about goals and taking steps towards achieving them. What I liked about the vision board though, is actually seeing those goals on paper. I mean, in color, I really believe it's true that the goals feel more real when you choose a picture of that goal, print it out, cut it out, decide where you want it on the board and stick it on there. True story. One of the goals on my vision board is creating a comfortable office space. And in that office space, I'll put the printer that I bought to print out the picture of my comfortable office space. I know our listeners can't see our boards, although on YouTube you can. Um, <clears throat> but my vision board is a big turquoise board. It's my favorite color. And it does have pictures print that I printed out with a brief description above each group of pictures that describes one of my goals. I have pictures of myself taken at the gym last March, and I promised myself that I will feel that comfortable in my clothes again by my birthday this year. There's a picture of a professional recording space, and yep, I will have a dedicated recording space here in my home this year. Um, I do have some stickers, Siren Soapbox stickers on there by my recording space. And there are a few more goals on there. Um, a couple of my bigger goals, um, I are a little more private goals. Um, I, one of my goals up there is to have more couples dates um, actually planned and in the calendar. Some of those will be adventure dates, um, some motorcycle weekend trips. The important part about these is I have written up there that they will be in the calendar. Um, and again, as I mentioned, there's my office space. There'll be a comfortable office space. And while I didn't want to say that 2022 is the year that I'm going to have my retirement home, um, I did have, I did write up there that we will be talking about and planning for our retirement home. So my word of the year was a bit more of a challenge though, not because I couldn't think of one, but because there were a few that really struck a chord with me. One word that I hung on to for quite a while was joy. I want to experience the joy in everything this year. And that word does feature somewhere there on my vision board. Um, but I want to experience the joy in everything, but I also want action and I want adventure and I want to stay curious. I also want to simplify my life. The dilemma, right? What I finally landed on though was the word intentional because I can do all of those things that I mentioned and I can be intentional about all of them. And every decision that I make this year, I want to get to having me to lead me towards achieving my goals. So intentional, that's my word. Liz, how about you? That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, okay, so considering I fell out of love with vision boards in 2021, I took this challenge on as a challenge in itself. 2021 was a massive journey of growth for me, leading me to a place to surrender to the universe and all that was happening around me and trusting I was exactly where I was supposed to be. Looking back, I realised I'd been trying so hard to reach goals over the last year and a couple of years, really, um, that I was focusing so much on the outcome, doing all the work and never really believing or trusting or just riding and enjoying that I was going to get there. So... About three or four months ago, I decided to let go of outcomes, let go of things I couldn't control of in this crazy world, and everything started to fall better into place. So I'd already started that, uh, decided that trust was my word for 2022, um, along with surrender. So I love that we're choosing a word. Um, and basically for this task, I just thought, okay, I'm gonna journal and see where it takes me. I'm gonna trust that the right things are gonna present themselves. And basically I'd already decided to do more of what makes me happy and do less of what doesn't. So you might be able to see that around the top. Um, so these are all things that make me super happy. I'm reconnecting with my gifts in the health and wellness field that I'm passionate about. So I've got a bit about creating women's circles, continuing chair yoga that I kind of stopped doing as a free session for people. And also Reiki has recently played a big part of my life. And, and again, just recently, as soon as I did this board, and became open, I got asked to do several Reiki, 
sessions um, and healing. So this is a big part of me moving forward. Um, I have a picture of my family on here because I'm always reconnecting with having fun and going on adventures. Um, I have a picture of a camper van because I'm determined we are going to travel more. And I really want to do a camper van. I do have a picture of a fresher shark. I'm determined to go and see them before I move away from this beautiful country where I'm living in, in Thailand. But again, I'm just trusting. Rather than saying I'm going to go and see them on this date, I know that it will happen if it's supposed to happen. And if it doesn't happen this year, so be it. Um, I'm determined to have a swimming pool. We are going to have a pool this year. So that's another part of the family um, and the relationships one. And I've got a little picture showing outdoor schooling because that's something that we're kind of manifesting on working on. So all these things bring me great, great joy. And I have some words. I, I choose health and vitality for myself and my family. I choose fun and adventure every day. I choose to share my gifts with the world and never dim my life. So they're just going to be things I'm taking through to 2021. And the words I came up with before I read Rachel's document were trust, surrender, adventure, fun, community, collaboration, and courage. Um, so courage was, was a specifically one that I came up with, with Rachel's thing. So that's going to come in at some point for sure. But I'm definitely taking trust because I've already been trusting and I believe it's leading me into a wonderful place that things are falling nicely into place. I have on here a check for £10,000. So I'm going to commit that this is going to be happening with my business this year. And with that, I'm going to be presenting. This is the big scary goal presenting to hundreds of people in my online community in a special meeting, weekly meeting we have. So that's my big scary thing. But you know what, for the first time doing this board, I, I kind of, I trust them, I see them, believe them, and it feels really awesome to do this. So, um, you know, it just feels more, more in align with what I need to do without forcing it. So thank you for encouraging me to do this, Sirens. And over to Jess. Thanks, Liz. I loved creating my very first vision board. I don't have one word for the year because I focused on four. My four words are love, self, focus, and health. And I didn't actually intend for that to rhyme. It just happened. I love having a vision, a visual to look at every day to remind me of my goals. I used Rachel's method of dividing my board into sections with creating your goals. Mine has four sections for my four main goals and I want to focus on for this year. First is a house because Ben and I are currently house hunting here in Hawaii. Second is heart with a J and a B because I want to focus on Ben and our marriage, especially now that we are reunited as of two days ago. So super excited about that. Um, the third is flowers, just to remind myself to stop and smell the flowers and my health and self-care. And last is my ATC made by the wonderful LC with the word should crossed out on it. It is my section for getting outside my comfort zone more and growing as a person, because as Rachel said, nothing great happens inside your comfort zone. I also added quotes to each section that I felt really helped me connect with each of those goals so I can read them every day and help me focus on that. I also loved how Rachel talked about um, how to set goals because I felt like it really brought back our begin with yes journey with Paul Boynton and kind of connecting everything. I guess kind of focusing on our synchronicity that we always seem to come up with. My vision board is for 2022 as a whole, but I think I may end up breaking down further and um, making a vision board for each section of my vision board and kind of diving down a rabbit hole that way. So Elsie, tell us your word of the year. My word of the year is move. And I have a few reasons for this. I wanna be more physically fit, AKA adventure ready as TC always says. I want to move closer to family and I want to keep taking positive baby steps and moving forward towards my goals. And I had so much fun making my vision board. I don't know if you guys, there you go. It's in frame. Um, so for JL aerial views, I have our logo in a TV screen 
And I just, my big dream is to just be walking by a TV and randomly look and think, oh, that looks familiar. And then be like, my company made that that's on the TV Uh, or movies. That'd be great too. I also have on here, uh, oh, the home and pet portraits. So I want to work more on my watercolor journey through the company and working my way up to doing line and wash of people's homes, portraits of their homes for Siren Soapbox. I kind of have a vision board inside a vision board. It's vision board inception, but I have all the people I want to interview for this year. I have a spot for podcasting award and our goal is to write a book and be the number one in podcasting for adventuring and our adventure kits. Personally, I'm manifesting being healthy and active. So I got a picture of me running on the beach from a few years ago, a new home with plenty of space for my art and just spending lots of time with families. I got a bunch of symbols for family on here as well. And I just did a positivity post on Facebook for 2021. And I cannot believe how much I did last year. And it was crazy to think it was all in one year. And I don't want to say that it was aimless. I had goals and they were written down, but it didn't really feel like there was a focus. So I guess it was more small picture and I really need help with the big picture and vision boards, I believe are really going to help with that. I absolutely love taking Rachel's class. It really helps to build the foundation for your board. The positivity post exercise I did for 2021 really made me realize how important it is to document where you are so that you can see the progression and really motivate you in a positive way. The post that got me excited or that post got me excited to plan for this year and focus on big pictures. So I just, I cannot wait to see how far I'm going to go with this vision board. It's really easy to get stuck in the humdrum of the day-to-day, and sometimes it feels like you're just spinning your wheels and not going anywhere. With this new focus from my 2022 vision board, I'm really excited to dive into this year. I'm going to end with a quote from Ferris Bueller. Life moves really fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. What are you going to stop and look around at, TC? I'm going to stop and look around at the beautiful views around me. Uh, my word of the year. Anyone want to take a guess? Happy. Happiness. Wow. Yes. Hint is three letters. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's my word. Yes. I completed the word of the year workbook on a plane headed to Miami, which was appropriate. And I narrowed it down to three possible words. Yes. Adventure and ignite. I decided that yes would ignite adventure. And so yes became my word. The first big yes of the year was yes to creating a vision board. I've heard about vision boards and heard people say they're an effective way to get your energy focused towards your goals, but I've always been a little skeptical. So when the, deci- when the sirens decided that our New Year's episode would be about vision boards, I knew that I needed some help. I did a little research and discovered a class on vision boards by Rachel Lethem. So I searched her name a bit, And the more I read, the more confident I became that she could guide this process for me. So I signed up for her class, found the journal my friend Pam gave me, grabbed lots of colored pens, donned my headphones, and prepared to learn. And learn I did. This course was so well organized and took such small steps that by the time she said to create the actual vision board, I knew just what I wanted to put on it. I'm still shocked by this. I feel energized and motivated and ready to achieve the big goals I set for myself and for all the sirens. I've identified the challenges, some resources, people who can help, but most importantly, I know why I want to achieve these goals. I believe this is my place, my mission, my niche. Sometimes when I think of the goals I set, I feel myself slide into that place of self-doubt you know, those fears that these are ridiculous dreams and I should feel satisfied with the good job that I have. Then I remind myself how the 10 out of 10 feels and why I have set the goals that I set. I'm going to create a playlist for my vision board. And I think this will help bolster the reserve when the self-doubt gremlin tries to sneak back in. So what's on my board? And this is where I leave my comfort zone. Publishing a book, becoming a life coach and guiding women through the Explore Your Own Adventure series, speaking at conferences, creating Explore Magazine, 
owning less and attaching less, traveling, exploring, and of course, saying yes more. All of this will be made much easier and much more fun by the people in my life who will be doing these things with me. I'm grateful for Rachel Lethem's guidance in this process. It's clear that Rachel believes in people. She believes that potential is what you could be, that it exists within you to grow, and that she can help you unleash and realize that potential. In the last 10 years, Rachel launched and ran an online fashion and lifestyle magazine, ran two successful fashion festivals, was a brand ambassador for high street fashion brands, launched a social media and brand strategy consultancy, and served as a network marketing professional. Now she's a certified coach and wellness entrepreneur, certified success coach, self-care ambassador, mindfulness practitioner, head of brand communications, and author of Self-Care Survival Kit Deck. She holds an advanced certificate in coaching practice from the Association of Coaching and works with clients who seek clarity in the next steps of their career, who are looking for alternatives to gain life-work balance or those who desire coaching to support their current corporate role. She was named in Management Today's 35 Women Under 35 in Business in the UK for 2015. The Sirens like to call her the Queen of Vision Boards, and we are very excited to call her our guest on this episode of Siren Soapbox. Please welcome Rachel Lethem to our show. Welcome, Rachel. Hello, hello. (laughs) Wow, I have goosebumps from everything you've all said about your vision boards. It's amazing. (laughs) Have you, have you worked with people before who were skeptical of vision boards before they started the process? Oh, yes, for sure. But usually they're people that have already dabbled a little bit, but not had the success. So I think that's where I try and take the vision boards to the next level to get them there. And some people aren't visual. So that can be a little bit of a challenge in itself. But the vision board is the end goal and is the tool to help you it's actually all the work that you need to do along the way and all the um questions that I ask and all the sort of processes to get to that vision board that's really the most important bit I am a very visual person I always say that I'm like a hands-on visual learner I can't believe I've never created a vision board this is the first time I've ever done one It's exciting though, isn't it? It is. And it felt really good. I agree with TC. I know I didn't talk much about your class, but I really had no idea what I was doing. I was like, so I talked to my friend Tina about it. She's like, you just got to pull some pictures out of a magazine and slap it on a board. It's just what you want your life to look like. Right. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I guess it is that simple, but (laughs) I thought that was overwhelming. Oh, for sure. But I do, it was nice to hear, you know, focus on four or five things and then think about the actionable steps you're going to take after you think and feel about how it's going to feel to achieve those things. So that was important. And and you know what you've all talked about is how you're going to feel and the energy. And I could see you all talking about it. Like you all had smiles on your faces and like, that's what you need to recreate. And that's why you have like the playlist um, that TC was talking about is being able to tap back into that feeling so that when you're having a really bad day or you feel like you're not hitting those goals, you can like check yourself back in and like bring yourself back to it. How do I want to feel? What does it look like? But what does it feel like? What does it sound like? You could go the next level if you want. What does it smell like? You know, what's the fragrances of your vision board? That would be quite fun. So it's really trying to make sure that when the going gets tough, you can come back into that space. So here's a question for you, because um, those that can see on YouTube, my vision board for, for 2021 is behind me. I haven't finished mine for 2022 yet. So you girls are very, very quick off the mark. Where are you <laughs> going to put your vision boards so that you can see them every single day? So I am going to, I've been thinking a lot about this. I think I'm going to put it on my closet door in my bedroom. I do go into my bedroom every day. So yeah, perfect. My, my vision board is digital, so I'm, it's going to be my desktop off my computer um, and also my phone, but I'm also going to print it, and I think I'm going to put it on my bathroom mirror. My vision board right now is mostly about Siren Soapbox. I'm actually going to create, and I'm curious what you think of this, a second one that is more for some personal parts of my life. 
Yeah, for sure. So a couple of you have mentioned like delving a bit deeper or doing it slightly sort of separately. So I go for one board because then it's all front and center. That's what you're looking at. You need to make sure that you can still kind of get into both boards. So it's great to have the one for sirens and then to have a personal one, but making sure that you're giving both boards enough time and energy and that you're connecting them. So you can have them like next to each other, maybe in the same space. And then what you could do is what I'm going to launch in January is um, a quarterly vision board. So one of my clients, she is very seasonal in her nature. So she says, I'm not going to do a vision board for the year. I'm going to do one for each quarter so that it gives you that focus because sometimes I have people that go, well, what happens when you like tick that thing off? Do you take it off the board? I'm like, no, keep it on the board. You need to remember what you've achieved. But sometimes people need to go, right, this is what I'm doing now. So what I'd recommend if you're doing it digitally is maybe focusing on what's your goal for the next three months and having that as your phone, um, like wallpaper and background. Because also the amount of times we look at our phones every day, very quickly, you won't start noticing that image because it's just there so if you're freshening it up by changing it each month or each quarter gives you that bit more of a focus so it's trying to work out how can you keep it fresh and keep inspired and then keep taking that inspired action to move forward and that's a a good thing with digital because otherwise it becomes a bit you know uh, you just sort of don't see it so much because it's part of the technology That was a question I had for you is how often should we be updating our vision board? Should it be yearly or quarterly? But I guess it, as long as you're going in with intention, as Sara's word is, um, is that better than just kind of updating it sporadically? Yeah, I think it's up to you whether you see yourself wanting to focus on the whole year and then kind of taking it step by step and whether that works for you. Some people want to be more, this is what I'm doing for this quarter and I'm going to focus on these three goals and just make it sometimes less overwhelming by not having everything on one place. But you could have one main one that you keep as your main focus and you check on it in on it every month. But then you really focus in on a smaller board with distinct goals to really hone in on, right, this is what I'm doing now. And so that's why with my quarterly vision board club, I want to be able to facilitate sessions where people keep coming back to that board and check on how are they taking action and making sure they've got the accountability and that they're clear on like what the steps are to move forward. I'm I'm a big, um, I've I've learned lots with this because I know before I've, I've done it with a group and I've just, stuck loads of pictures on loads of things that I want and it's more about what I want and I wasn't connecting to those feelings of what I want now I feel it's what I want to create and what feels good for being brought into my life so simplifying it and just having those real focal things that just make me happy like you say everyone came out with the joy and the happiness the connectedness to it um it feels so much better to do it this time so uh, you know I'm so pleased that you invited me on for this one for sure Oh. Liz, where are you going to keep yeah. yours? Mm. Yeah, so where I've had it before, so from my bedroom, I got, I've got like a walk-in wardrobe and then the bathroom. So it's a place I pass every day. And then when I brush my teeth, I stand and look. So I've got a little piece of paper with specific manifestations I put for each month. I kind of redo what what particular focus, you know, and it's not just physical or, or specific things. It can be just to be more present. One of them was just to be more present with my girls, you know, and I, I, even though I wanted to do it, I just needed to keep believing and, and taking away the distractions that would stop me from doing that, you know, and after the month it was it was there. So yeah, I have a little space. I wasn't planning on printing it, but I like it. So I'm gonna have it there. Um, and I think maybe the specific certain photos at certain times, I'll have them on my phone when I am specifically working towards them. Well, that's a good idea. And then you can take it with you as well. So if you're traveling or you're going to be, you know, not at home for a period of time, you're taking it with you. And it might just be that one goal. It could just be one image. Um, Yeah, take it with you. And that's why it's quite good to have a bit of a theme tune. So maybe have an overarching theme tune to your board so that every time you listen to it. So yesterday I was doing a bar class online and one of the songs was like my kind of theme tune. It's kind of like my walk on music. So if you imagine if you had to go and do your keynote speech, like TC's going to and do all these speaking events, what is your walk on music? So mine is Avicii levels. It's a bit random, but it works. But every time I was in the middle of bar class, like on the floor with my legs flapping and I was like, (laughs) yeah, it just put me back into that space. So maybe just choose one song that is like what you're 
how it makes you feel when you look at your board because also then if you're in the car you hear that song it taps into the energy of your board and it brings up you know the excitement so every single time you hear that song and you'll start hearing it in weird places as well when you don't expect it but that's a really good way of just keeping connected to what your goals are I'm gonna make my song my ringtone on my phone oh good idea (laughs) No one rings me anymore, though. It needs like the, the WhatsApp messenger, but it's a good idea. Oh, there you go. Give us your I'll phone see. number. We'll call you frequently. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't say it. Elsie, where, where are you keeping your vision board? So I am going to keep mine right above my computer here. Um, 2021 was really I feel like I accomplished a lot, but I kind of felt like I was spinning my wheels. So I want to keep it at my desk. So when I'm feeling frustrated, I look up and I see my, my why, and I can focus on that and keep moving forward. There's my word move. (laughs) Sorry, where are you keeping yours? I think mine's going to be in my office space where I'm going to have everything. It's going to be a, and like I, I was very careful to put the word comfortable. I want a very comfortable office space that I can be in and feel I want it to feel comfortable and I want it to, I want to have it up there so that I can look at it every time I'm working on things, sirening things and other things. Jess, Jess, what about you? I actually have mine up at my desk at work because I spend more time there than I do at home. So it's uh, that way I can kind of just look at it throughout the day and, um, I've actually already had a few people ask me about it. So just people asking me about it and then having to explain it also just kind of helps, you know, reiterate everything and um, almost creates accountability partners. Uh, just yes, yeah, so that's what I was going to say. to talk about it. Mm, because you all just explained your board and talked us through it. That's a really good thing to do at the end of doing a vision board because it reaffirms in your own mind, like, why did I put this picture up? And it gets you excited and it gets you attached to that energy of the board. And it doesn't matter what other people think. And I remember having my vision board on the kitchen table when like the plumber came around and he's like, what's that? So I explained it all, but he was like, oh, that's quite cool. But just you explaining it, you're putting it out there to the universe. You're sharing it amongst yourselves. So now you can all check in on each other and be like, how's that going? And so it's, it's a really good thing. Sometimes people feel a bit like, oh, I'm going to keep it private. I don't want anyone else to see it. But if you can put it in a place where you're comfortable, then the more you talk about it, the more you're you're getting into that space. And also people can help you. You need resources to help you achieve these goals. So maybe someone's going to come around and go, I can help you do that. Or should we do this together? And so it's a really good thing to put it out there and discuss with each other. So I hate to tell the rest of the ladies here about this, but almost everything on my vision board includes all of you. So all of my (laughs) accountability partners are kind of built in, but also Rachel, I shared mine on Instagram and tagged you late last night. Well, it was late for me, but on today's episode, we're all over the world. So it, it wasn't late for everyone. No, I saw it. It's fabulous. Thanks. I got to go over there and look. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Take a picture and share it on Instagram and and tag Rachel. Um, I did that specifically because sharing my vision board publicly is what gets me out of my comfort zone, which is why I said that in my soapbox. That's the part that's tough for me is to put out there that I have these quote unquote ridiculous big goals. So. So I'm thinking, So I just put my vision board together yesterday. I spent so much time picking out images and really trying to connect with how I was going to feel when these things were achieved. And it was a very fun process, but now I'm thinking like, I need to add a couple more things to it. How do you recommend doing that or just doing, doing it one time and leaving it alone? So the way that I do it, which is always then the way that I recommend people, and I can see you've got a bit of white space Mm -hmm. is to, to, to leave it to mull over for like a couple of weeks maximum don't let it just keep rolling into the next month so by the end of January you want to feel like you're ready to go but sometimes we just need a bit of time and space or like you might have ripped out loads of different images from magazines and you go no that's not quite it I'm going to go more with this one or I need to find something else so don't spend too much time on it but you've got to feel like it's right and that it, it works for you, but you can have space. So in 2020, my vision board had a lot of white space, 
possibly because that actually reflected the year that we were in and uh, the white space of life that we were creating. But also I was a new mum. I needed to have that space. So in a way that was good for me to not have it really crazy full on like 2021 is right here. So just maybe sit with it, see how it goes. But I'd like give yourself a cutoff point to go, right, it's finished because otherwise it may never be finished. And you want to feel like you can get moving with it and start taking action. I wanted to ask everybody, um, because I had problems with this when I was creating my vision board. If it was an image of somebody and I could see their face, I did not want to include it in my vision board because I'm like, well, that's somebody else's life. I want I did like silhouettes or hands or something, because then I could envision myself in that space. Did anybody else have that same feeling? Yeah, definitely. I definitely did. In fact, also all of the all of the silhouettes are people who could be conceivably women so that I could connect with it more. Yeah, I, I had that same feeling. Yeah, I do have some pictures of people that aren't people I know, but they are pretty distant or there is one where I can see like the faces of the kids on the horses, but I didn't care. But the picture of the horses on the beach made me feel like I'm going to get Gracie on horses on a beach and she's going to fall back in love with her mom again. (laughs) So it was fine that that was somebody else. But in general, I did that. That was my same feeling. Yeah. So it's not about the image itself. It's about how it makes you feel. So I always refer back to, and it's somewhere down here. I have like a drinks trolley on my 2019 vision board. And it's not that I want that specific drinks trolley, although it was very beautiful. It was actually about the fact we just moved house and it was about how I wanted to feel. This is a phrase in the UK. I don't know if it's a phrase everywhere. The hostess with the most S. So I wanted to feel like everyone could come to my house. I was entertaining. I was building relationships and, and I was able to offer that to people. But it wasn't I needed the drinks trolley. So sometimes it's about what does that image suggest to you or make you feel? Um Although this is a weird story, on the top left of my 2021 vision board, there are six women. I cut them out of magazines, very random. Some are contributors to the magazine. Some are just models. But in my group coaching mastermind, I can sit there and look at, like we're looking at each other now. And I'm like, well, that's that person. Like every single person on that vision board looks to me slightly like the person in the picture. So that's really weird. This is how the magic happens um but yeah maybe I mean what you could do which if it's a really special image to you and this could be a bit weird you could cut out a little picture of your own face and stick on top of that person (laughs) it's about the action or whatever they're doing or how it makes you feel but it's you (laughs) that might look a bit weird but it's up to you so for my Christmas present this year sidebar Mark bought me um a motorcycle safety course for the state of Ohio. I know I'm so excited, but he found this like random picture of a couple on some motorcycle somewhere and cut our faces out and put them on those random motorcycle people. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh gosh. Rachel, can you tell us some success stories that you've personally had, or you've helped coach people through with your vision boards? Mm. So I, I think that that one that I've just told you about my sort of ladies on my board is one of my biggest ones. I've also got um, a picture of a lady. And this was, well, I guess we were in the pandemic at this point, but she sat there in like a kind of group call. Um, and for me, that was more about I wanted to be able to teach my well-being webinars to more people. But like last year, I taught about 25 well-being webinars to between six and 50 people through one of the businesses that I work with so I didn't realize how important that image was to me because I'm doing it all from home and they're all sat there like we are now on zoom so that's really cool but one of my sort of favorite people to talk about is Brenna who's a copywriter in California and she um she's just had so much success with her vision board but sometimes you don't realize until you come back to it and you sit and you look and it all works out. So there's a picture on her vision board of a firefighter. And it wasn't really about um, that particular firefighter. She didn't realize she just chose a firefighter. Her husband was going through his firefighting course or whatever it is to become qualified. But what she didn't realize was that that particular firefighter is wearing the kind of firefighter on water uniform. 
and kind of in that setup. And that was the role that he was given when he qualified. And that was not the intention at any stage. She's like, that just gives her goosebumps. But she's managed to do so much on her vision board and almost like systematically tick it off through quite a difficult year. So people just talk to me about how there's certain things on their vision board that maybe they kind of put there as that this would be a nice to have, but they've managed to kind of take incremental steps to get there already. So it's really, it's quite a personal thing to people, but it's, there's so many different little success stories and nuggets of just exciting things that have happened. If you put it out there, but you've got to do the work to get there as well. You can't just put it on the wall and then be like, okay, it's going to happen. You've got to work out what are the steps that are going to take you to there and keep that energy and be in the right space for it. I love that you stress that, that you have to take action because I think that, and I think all of us feel this way. We manifestation is great, but you have to take some steps to achieve that as well. You can't just will it to happen. (laughs) Sometimes the step you take though, is the faith and the patience. Like that's true. Like my bed, the, the story of my bed is that I was searching for a bed. There was one particular bed. My boyfriend and I had both stayed with a friend of ours because his house wasn't ready And then somebody else was living in my house for a time. So we both spent some time in her house. We both fell in love with her bed. I asked her in her guest room. I asked her if she wanted to sell it. She didn't. So we searched for a bed. And um, toward the end of the day, I just felt like I needed to have patience and wait and not search. And so I'm glad that I told, do you know that? I said, "I, I really feel like I just need to wait and my bed will come. And about three weeks later, I was sleeping on a bunk bed in the meantime. So I really wanted a new bed. But about three weeks later, she sold her house and the buyers didn't want the furniture. And so she called me up and said, hey, are you still interested in that bed? So by being patient and waiting and having the faith, uh, the bed came and now we have that bed. Yay. That's true. I always forget about that story. It's not lost on me, Rachel, that you have a picture of six women and we are six sirens chatting with you on our podcast. So that's pretty (laughs) exciting. Yeah. So that's the thing. Although I was talking about these six women and in my mastermind, I think they look like them. It's also a reflection of connecting with people and connecting with groups of women. And it's not, they have to look like, I'm not going out going, no, you don't look like that person. So you can't be in my mastermind. (laughs) It's just coincidental, but yeah, that's the thing. It's connecting and yeah, creating that. What, what is my vision on my board? And it says, do you know what it says? Hang out with purpose, purposeful people. Oh, nice. Love that. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm wondering if anybody put a goal on their board that really scares them because Rachel talked in her class about making big goals. If your goals are too easy, you won't achieve them. I thought that was really interesting. So I'm curious if anyone else, I put some goals on mine that kind of scared me to get on the board. Anyone else? I know that I talk about voice acting a lot, but it really does scare me. And I think that that has been the reason that I haven't really moved forward with it. So, and I, and to be perfectly honest, that's the piece that I was thinking about modifying because I feel like I just kind of put some things up there, but they weren't super like, I don't know. I just feel like I need to be more detailed in that area about the steps I'm going to take. Mine, uh, personally for our business, it does scare me to do more commissions on watercolor. Cause really a lot of you goes into your art and that scares me to put that out there. And then a lot of the stuff for Siren Soapbox, I, after over a year of doing this, I'm comfortable with podcasting, but doing speeches and doing life coaching, speaking, putting a book together, you know, helping TC put together the magazine. Like that's, that's all big outside comfort zone stuff, but I'm excited to dive in. Some of the scarier stuff. Well, the one scary thing that's on my board is one of the more personal things. And it's, it's not quite a sexy goal, but it's just some stuff that has to get done. You know, some business type life stuff that sort of has to get sorted out. That's uh, like I said, not very sexy. That wasn't a really cool picture. My picture is 
somebody with a big file folder getting all of their papers in order. But uh, that's a not so fun, but very important goal that has to be reached. And it's up there. Not sexy, but it's there. Nice. Hey, organization is sexy. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Organized girl. file folders. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, do you have any big, hairy, audacious goals on there? Well, I mean, the biggest and most immediate one because we have a lease ending is um finding a house and that is very intimidating right now with the market um ben was actually looking at a meme last night that was like a guy with a stick poking a house and saying come on crash (laughs) because we just want the market to like so we can buy our house um but no i think that you know the section of mine with, you know, uh, Elsie's should and the Siren Soapbox logo uh, trading card. That I think is the biggest to me because that's just reminding me, you know, keep getting out of your comfort zone. And uh, I mean, I I love doing the soapbox, but we never know what's going to come and what our challenges are going to be. And that's, you know, that's scary and exciting and crap, what are we going to have to do next? (laughs) (laughs) The thing that's the scariest is the one that really is the thing that you need to step into and like is going to have the biggest reward. So it's just working out how can you take those tiny little steps to progress forward and make it less scary. Liz, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I said I I want to speak on one of our team meetings and it will be like to hundreds of people. Um, I mean, I'm used to speaking to hundreds of kids at one time and I've done various interviews and whatever. But this is it's linked to a lot of factors within my business. So saying it and committing to it. And I realize I don't have the picture because I was kind of holding off of a big, scary goal. But I was like, no, I know I want to do it. When I listen to the others on this meeting, I'm always like, I'm going to do that one day. So after what Rachel just said, I'm, I'm going to get a pic. I'm going to get a picture of someone, you know, it is an online thing. So I've got to find something that resonates and looks like it. And I've got to add it and make it because then it's part of the other things falling in place to show I've nailed it. So, um, yeah, what, and it does, it makes me excited and a bit, I'm saying it now. And now I'm saying it to you and everybody else. So it's there. That's it is the good thing. So the way that yeah. your body reacts, and I always well remember Mel Robbins talking about this. I managed to see her doing like a keynote speech live, which was amazing. The way that your body reacts when it's scared, so stressy, you know, sweaty palms, getting a bit hot and flustered, your heart rate's going, is exactly how your body reacts when it's excited so it's just turning that around into your head so for example you know when tc walks onto that big stage to do her big speech and she's a little bit nervous it's actually going no i'm just really excited about this so it's kind of the self-talk that you give yourself but your body reacts in exactly the same way so it's just flipping that switch and then moving forward with like the right kind of focus and energy rachel do you have any big goals for 2022 So my word for 2022 is community. Um, I'm really excited about launching two really fun memberships for this year. Um, And my big goal is to share vision boards with more people. I'm now going to coin, now you've said it, queen of the vision boards, like that's it. I'm going to trademark it. (laughs) I'm taking that forward. It's going to be on a mug and everything. Um, So that's my focus is to help more. So I kind of changed my niche slightly in the last few months as, uh, especially in the last two weeks of being a full-time mum and not having any childcare over Christmas. I'm going to help stressed out mums who need more balance and more direction in life. So I'm going to be sharing my tools and strategies to help them get that clarity on where they want to go, what they want to achieve and what they want to, how they want to feel fulfilled in all areas of their life, not just being a mum. But I run a Facebook group, which um, is called From Calm to Chaos, but I welcome non-mums too, because actually it's about being stressed and ambitious at the same time. Um, so you don't have to be a mum because it that's kind of part of the, the journey that people are on, but it's helping people who have that ambition just step out of their comfort zone like you talked about take action give them inspiration but then coming back to um I think it was Jess that talked about making sure the self-care aspect is still there too so that's what I'm all about the positive mindset 
with the self-care. So I just want to help more people get their sense of balance. So when we talk about work-life balance, that's a bit of a kind of non-existent term in a way, because it's about what does that mean to you? And it's helping people with all the different tools and strategies I have in my kind of backpack to work out what do they need in the moment and where they're at right now. So I just want to help as many people as possible get clear on their goals and vision um, and then just have an amazing year and build that community. I love those big goals, Rachel. That sounds fabulous. And I'm glad that the sirens got to be a part of that journey. We're going to leave our listeners with a challenge. We want you to use Rachel Lethem's Choose Your Word for the Year workbook to get your very own word for the year. Then share your word of the year with Rachel on her Instagram and of course with us by using the hashtag Siren Soapbox. We'll share the link to Rachel's workbook with all of you. But Rachel, do you want to tell our listeners where they can find out more about your classes and all the things that they can get in touch with you? Sure. So I mostly hang out on Instagram. So I'm at Rachel Lethem. Um, my website is rachellethem.com. And then, yeah, I've got a Facebook group, which is called From Calm to Chaos with Rachel Lethem. So everyone's welcome. Hopefully bringing a bit more calm into people's lives when the chaos hits. Um, and yeah, just really happy to connect with people. And if people have got questions and I just would love to see those vision boards and what the, the kind of results look like. And then the stories, you know, tell me what happens after and what progress you're making. I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with you as well. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us this week and for teaching us so much about vision boards. And oh, Sirens, Thank you for having me. Yes. Sirens, I uh, sure did enjoy learning about your goals and dreams for this year. Thank you for sharing your vision boards with us. And thank you, fellow explorer, for listening to this episode. Head over to our website, sirensoapbox.com, to find the link to the YouTube video of this episode and the blog, where you'll be able to see some of the vision boards we created. You can also learn about what we're up to next, and we hope that you'll join us on our adventures. Until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox, and a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias, and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.